Hi everybody, and welcome back to the Classic Quest Podcast. This is the show where we talk about the classic hip-hop albums throughout history, such as Company Flow's Fun Crusher Plus Project. That's right. And we go through these albums, track by track, giving our thoughts on every single song that appears on an album, such as Company Flow's Fun Crusher Plus Project. Anyway, my name is Holden Stefan Roy. I am your lady friend, Bonnie. It's been a couple of weeks. It was very... Happy New Year! Huh? It it was super (laughs) fun. I I don't really listen to a whole lot of music. Yeah, we We just... saw family. Yeah. I finished The Outer Worlds. That was very lovely. I hope y'all had some wonderful vacations and whatnot. Mm -hmm. I haven't even returned to the corporate life. I still get like five more days before I go back. And so... Here we are, returning to form with this album that we have been waiting to review for like three weeks. And here we are, finally doing it. Yeah, it's but been ready. It, it was so good, is all I'm trying to say. <laughs> Anyhow, we'll get to favorite comments again with the next episode, make it all fresh and whatnot. In the meantime, it's going to be a longer review in light of the album that we are talking about. So before we jump into it, special thanks to the patrons. Ismail Gadamsey, Chris Prado, Jonathan Barnes, DJ Black, Hurricane, Linda Williams, Coney Sparks, mm-hmm. and Skrill. I don't care if you should shut it out only at the end. I want to show love while we still while watching. All right, let's get into it. Bonnie, what album are we talking about today? Well, we are doing Company Flow's Fun Crusher Plus, which we- came out uh, July 22nd, 1997. So basically, why are we reviewing this album? That's why we like. That's how we like to start off the podcast, answering such a pivotal question that sometimes people wonder as they watch this reviews. <laughs> but it's also a great opportunity to share our familiarity with each artist and letting you know where we're at coming into this review, what our expectations might be a little bit. All of those things matter. Like if you if you cop the vinyl version of this when it dropped back in 96, the way you're gonna feel about this project over two decades later might be different than a person yeah. such as myself yeah <clears throat> like i can imagine like if, if i was in 1996 and i was listening to this and you know without knowing all everything else that's come since um i think that i would t- you know take it in differently yeah um no? I, mean, I think it would. I think like it would just be also in the landscape of hip hop and everything else that was happening. So you have the flashy pop side of it, the gritty underground and whatnot. Either way, this album comes out. And I guess my point is more, it's just worth taking into consideration that I have not been listening to this album for like the better part of two plus decades. <laughs> I did listen to this album though more than I would have listened to actually. Because we kept, you know, going going to make this video and then it just never happened <laughs> like stuff stuff just kept popping up yeah. like life and then poor time management and then desire to play video games all of these things were real um so i definitely think it was interesting like because like i listened to it again today as we're doing the review and man it's just spoiler alert pretty freaking timeless in its feel like uh, just before we like get into it it's just eerie how like this uh, we'll, we'll go into why and just overall but like it's really a solid project in case you were wondering my thoughts as we go into it but i'd never heard of big Juss at all 
before uh, this uh, album review. I knew this project existed because it's on so many lists of like great albums, of things you're supposed to be checking out. Um, I never did because we do reviews and it controls my music life now. But I definitely have had it in the back of my mind. The comments have suggested we talk about it a bunch of times. And then, let's be real, Run the Jewels 4 is coming soon. Uh, so I just figured maybe we should do content with LP in it because yep. that's going to be smart when Run the Jewels 4 drops and people be thinking about LP again. Yeah. Um, this will be there waiting for them. So I do know LP mostly from Run the Jewels, although I've been delving into some greedy ass underground hip hop in the last little while. I can't even tell you names because I'm forgetful at this moment. <laughs> but LP is is he's grimy. I like him. He's really grown on me the more I delve into his history. But when you do delve into his history, you see this album that pops up. So I guess it's just that's it for me. This is like a when i when i first listened to it i was it was just curiosity like this is so old lp's been around for so long this isn't even their first thing they have, like, well he was in like his early 20s i would say like 23 24 i don't remember came the out. age but yeah he was young you can hear it in his voice that he's a lot younger than today yeah but um i just think it's cool like when you especially look at how incredible something like run the jewels is today but also just like it's a, it a pretty comment, big leap i would say he really is like the same style dude as he was back then and in light of some of his commentary on this project he just grew up but like i gotta give him the respect for staying true to his who he is you mm -hmm. know um anyway i haven't looked enough into big jess i do know that he did graffiti art and then migrated into the music stuff i know that's a gross simplification but like I said, all the, <laughs> even like I watched the music videos two weeks ago. I should have watched them again today. But like it's it's been like a process of listening to this album. Like every time I'd be on the elliptical and it was always on the elliptical because it would be like, all right, we're going to review. May as well do my elliptical listen. Yeah. And we get to like the same sequence of songs. Anyway, um, do you have anything more to comment before we talk about the cover and stuff? Um, nope, not really. Uh, yeah, I I've never the, heard of them. I never had listened to them as like a team. But you know LP. I know. I do know LP. Because of Run the Jewels. Absolutely. She listens to Run the Jewels too a lot. Um, yeah. Anyway, the cover's amazing. It's like these aliens on another planet straight out of a cartoon. And it's like there's some industrial building in the background. And it looks all sorts of destitute and smog and shit. And like, I'm like, this is cool. This looks like there's some like a visualization of... I guess the music industry and its to toxic effects and whatnot, and like they're because especially with the content of the album, so it just makes me picture like this is the evil, almost faceless uh, corporate entities hmm. that are going on and in, in that like comic book things, and then Fun Crusher Plus. It sounds like the like LP and Big Just is gonna come on through, and smash up the fun of like the bigger machine with their like powerful weaponry and whatnot yeah. and that's the best i got for that but i love the title <laughs> fun crusher plus like you don't forget it because it's so freaking crush fun crusher means you're destroying fun and then plus like you're slamming extra that's it. amazing yeah and then company flow is just such a cool name too like we here it's a flow but we organized and you know if you walk them into your house then they are the company anyway <laughs> that's a good point 
anyway, uh, the first track on the project is, or I guess, do you have comments on the cover? Because I just, um, I mean, yeah, I mean, it. it is just like this sort of like creepy comic book looking drawing, and um, I have like these weird alien ant people or whatever, and like <laughs> there's like skulls around, and like it's clearly like on like another planet, so it's, um, yeah, it's alien y. Fair enough. The first track on the you don't like it, do you? <laughs> I'm like, this looks sci-fi and comic book. Yeah, yeah. We're, you'll you'll find out very early. <laughs> the first song is called "Bad Touch Example." I appreciate your input. They're from New York, by the way, so mm -hmm. they're they're in the New York team. Um, I don't know how they feel about that. I'm pretty sure they're down, but I just wanted to throw it out there. Uh, all right, Bonnie. I get the feeling this review should go in the more you talk first and then I'll go... <laughs> and then you can correct everything that I say about It's not about, about it. correcting. We like different things in life, right? Yeah. So a lot of times when you're looking at subject matter that is definitely influenced by things that you don't care about, maybe it's <laughs> harder for you to get into it, whereas maybe I think I would enjoy hanging out and having intellectual discussions with LP and Big Just having listened to this song. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I mean, they certainly have uh, a lot to say. Um, you know, and I, like, I know what it is. And it, anyways... So it, it, started, it starts off and it's sort of like a warning about like getting lured and like uh, touching people's like private parts like for children, letting, letting them know that, which is I suppose. It's never okay to touch someone else's private parts. Yeah. Your mom and dad will tell you so. Yeah, so that's kind of weird and I guess. But it also has, since you're my special friend, come closer for a special treat. I'm going to let you touch me in a special place, but I don't yeah. want you to touch me there. So it sounds like somebody's about to get molested. Yeah. And so, then, I mean, that's kind of how it starts off. And then with that warning yeah. saying it's never okay to do that. Almost like they baited some kid. No, you're not. A <laughs> <laughs> um, so anyways, so then, uh, you know, the song kicks in and like the rhymes and like the flow is nice. Everything's pretty good here. Um, like the beat is kind of creepy. Um, but sort of like nice and like kind of jazzy at the same time and there's that kind of like staticky record feeling so I always like that um, we have uh, LP on the second verse who you know you mentioned that like, like I know LP from Run the Jewels um, and you know he does a good job um, I don't know there's just really nothing like okay see like I know that like you're gonna go through like the so whole much awesomeness and you're just like, Big yeah. Jazz showed up and rafted. Everybody did their job. The beat's weird. <laughs> I don't like it. That's all I'm hearing. Uh, yeah. Well, sorry. I forgot to say, you know, for the first verse is uh, Big Jazz. Um, Didn't even know, remember Big Jazz. Yeah. And it's just about him being great and other rappers suck, especially like the, the guys who are like, you know. First of all. On top. The big guys. I don't know if they're on top, but I think he's just talking about like... You're talking about mainstream motherfuckers yeah. being like sellout label ass motherfuckers yeah. playing into that system. Exactly. That's what I was saying. Studio rappers <laughs> and shit. Yeah, he doesn't like those other guys. Okay. What did you give it? Uh, I gave it a 4 out of 5. What uh, the I mean, fuck? It's, it's just not... It's interesting, uh, but it's just not quite there yet for me. All right, so right off the jump, you hear the beat, and it's got this timeless nature to it. Now, here's what I mean. Like, clearly, it's got, like, a feel sample to me. I don't know. It feels like, I mean, LP's really good at what he does. Yeah. But, like, 
you're, you you can't just, in my opinion, go, this is, wait, what year is this? Like, I don't know. It could could have come out this year. It could have come out 20 years ago. I think it's, it's like, pretty freaking alright. Lyrically, there are a couple of things that definitely make it feel very 90s. Don't get me wrong. But I meant from, yeah. like, a sound perspective. It just has this almost it's already kind of weird and when you're in that kind of weird zone it doesn't necessarily sound like anything else so it could have just been any guy dropping some weird sounds at any point in time which is to me really cool because it makes it age really well like this honestly could have come out today in my opinion um except for maybe some of the tupac lines and whatnot yeah but i love the way it starts with that little sample and like it just kind of lets you know that like it's almost like comparing the record label music industry you're talking about the majors the big leagues there the corporate side of this shit is honestly like molesting artists like little kids that's kind of the comparison that gets first put in and then i love how big justice like just slams in your eyes get blind like tupac getting shot in the lobby and then he's pointing out you guys are blind like you know how tupac didn't see it coming and shit most mc styles is robbery and my freestyles is a hobby and i'm like that's pretty good off the way though just the, the fucking first of all he's just rhyming it beautiful styles and blind fucking matching up robbery lobby hobby you know freestyles linking to the other one kind of laying down that you know it gets two core sound rhyme scheme flame and it just a great flow that like syncs up and he does that basically all the time so does lp it's fucking great rhyming like it's we're talking of like a finesse that like really is masterful like they took fucking time and the fact is he's basically laying it down like yo these guys is copying shit that's like yo i spit a bullshit freestyle over here and i'm like to me it's just a better floss like it, it's like yo i'm so good that they can just copy my bad shit and that's good enough <laughs> um I pick apart Monty brains and spread disease through hot zones. My cameos on promos seem strange, like someone's not home. Get it? Like his ET, someone's not home. It's kind of strange. Yep. And like just the way he alludes to shit like that, or then Big Justice, the outsider ran on your dream field. I don't know what that means, but I feel like it's playing into that same kind of um, alien kind of references. Probably some yep. movie. I'm and the whole thing definitely sounds sort of like alieny, like throughout. So I mean, that's kind of cool. Then one of my favorite lines is, with style so freaking wet, people need maxi panty shields. I'm like, that's fucking great. He's he's calling them pussy to the point where they're like bloody and require a fucking maxi pad. Like that's, yep. so like you can call somebody a pussy and then you can say, with style so freaking wet, people need maxi panty shields. I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> we're in this lane yeah this is where guys can talk about murking other rappers because they're being so creative that i never heard a line like that before like that caught me like i just like what did he just say you know it's that kind of shit expose more moles out the closet than lead paint on your tenement and then tenement and that's an interesting line because he's pointing out also that lead paint was used and how fucked up that situation is 
while also pointing out that you're so fucking shady that it's like your your sins are more prevalent than the use of lead paint in the and i'm like that's fucking smart got more black thought to my roots because that's black cool thoughts yeah. in the roots than most people got in their pigment well, especially that they're like in new york too like maybe like he knows them or knew them or something he yeah, probably knows them <laughs> but it's a great shout out because he's pointing out that he's more intelligent with his rhymes he keeps it real like that in a way that they do and he's kind of saying you know i'm more real than y'all or then he's and it's like every line is just fucking fire and i don't know that i'm gonna do this on every song because she'll fucking kill me when it <laughs> takes three hours but like it's just it, it's the baby face lieutenant with the luck like luciano and that's crazy because lucky luciano is this little baby faced italian dude yep. mobster type <clears throat> His story is very fascinating. At one point, I went through this, like, Netflix documentary binge. I know I was saying it wrong. On um, everything to do with the, the, the mob and whatnot. It was just very fun to learn all that shit. So the line is pretty cool. Hardcore, like, cool G rap music made for concert piano. And I'm like, that's fucking interesting i don't know what to take from that line but i like the fact that he's showing out this like these random historical references these different things that inspire and influence him yeah it's just really really well done like make most crews disappears like blackheads on oxy cream because you used to use oxy cream to deal with your pimple situation yep. and it would make your your pimples disappear the way that his rhyme skills will murk your fucking crew mm. And I'm like, cool. this I didn't is, think about that. But that's like every line is hitting me like this. It's just like, oh my gosh. I used to be the type of dude who in like 2006 was like, hip hop's dead. There's no good fucking rap. I don't even know shit like this existed. I know this is 96, <laughs> but like, but I heard this one time. Everything I listened to was garbage by comparison. I would have never said shit like Hobson's the best if I had known <laughs> that fucking this album existed back then. Blew my fucking mind. And then, you know, he just ends it on like, in fact, I'm not at LP, you'll bring the horns back. And then a horn just comes through. That's kind of cool. And then they have like just random talking, bridging it. Like you're getting the feeling these guys don't give a fuck about making a pop song. They's rapping, they's putting together a compositional experience. Yeah. And I think that's mad different than just writing a song. It's like creating something that is so engaging. And then I like LPs. And once again, in one verse, we have proven that we can rip Adi sound big budget motherfuckers. And you know what? We've reviewed a lot of the big sign big budget motherfuckers. Yep. And as far as the way that they got ripped, Big Just, that verse is going to be one I remember, like, to a point where I'm not trying to say he's the best, because I know you guys all watching this know way more than I do about this shit. But I'm going to say that for a white geek like me, that shit is fire to a point where, like, spoiler alert, <clears throat> this album may actually hit my like top 10 of all time at this point wow. for like how well put together and timelessly classic like i get why it's all on the list now that one verse has me this stoked lp hasn't even <laughs> rapped yet and lp's the guy i cared about going into this and then he's just like yield lyrics of fire surface bombs from x-wing fighters stance to b-boy actors fractures negativity 30 below when chill factor the rhyming is amazing. He has this erratic delivery where he just somehow makes all his punches work and everything in between. Fuck it. He'll just make it work. And I love the fact that he has literally 
Star Wars bombing shits right next to like b-boy actors like literally just flowing together these different ideas following through with how fucking cold and hard it is my supersonics leave you mute like maggie simpson because guess who doesn't talk maggie fucking simpson i don't know has she spoken yet i'm a few seasons I don't know, back maybe um anyway i don't feel like i haven't watched that since i was a teenager Ah, taxidermist LP, I defy translation, instigate and set in quakes through your whole situation, practice exposing perfection like Ricky Lake exposes white trash, my shit is strange, X-File number 267, whiplash. I don't know if 267 really stood for anything, I tried to Google to see if there was an X-Files 267, but like, I just kind of like the way he's showing how like, he's almost against everything else and kind of pointing out the the weird more pop culture shit that people are kind of obsessed with so maybe he's out there and weird in the same way that the x-files explores the unexplained and the supernatural okay he's motherfucking supernatural and he's looking to like make like his craft perfect the way with the same level of like passion that ricky lake makes white people look stupid and i just love this shit man triple felon mc minus the melanin he's just fucking killing it but he's white that's a clever way of saying it. i'm a fucking fresh ass white mc yep when a bomb is the type of shit to make baby jessica jump in the well again i looked that up do you know what it means i looked i looked that up i looked at baby jessica and so it was this like girl and she fell into a well at 18 months um old and it took something like 56 hours for rescuers to um like free her um and this happened in, like in texas or something okay. and like it got like worldwide attention and everybody was like you know yay jessica they you know she survived and she's been in like tv shows like modern family and like other like big shows um so i guess she's made like a, a career for herself <laughs> for from falling in a well when she was 18 months old um and a couple more great lines though just from lp my birthright i'm pulling swords from stones high stone high tone beam which is kind of like he's destined for it in that king arthurian kind of pull the stone which is just fucking great mm-hmm. just just the amount of influences they're like pulling from like these guys had to have read books and shit or at least been involved in circles with people who read a lot and taught them because yo this is like a lot of like you guys are more fucking aware of what's going on and it's crazy right because they didn't have the internet like we're we're gifted we can just google whatever the fuck so we drop up some shit like this it's not even half as impressive as them doing it when they did it um anyway uh phonetically aborted try to distort it and catch a silent scream fetus the raw daddy tactics and i'm like whoa that's like bold like that's um i don't even necessarily care about what he's trying to point out like he, he's trying to create some dope shit but the way that he's willing to come through and literally have abort it try to distort it and catch a silent scream like fuck up a situation like a fetus dying like an abortion and then raw daddy tactics because when you fuck raw daddy i guess and you just link it all together that's fucking awesome i don't care what anybody <laughs> says like if you guys know me i'm a bit of a language geek you probably watch this because I'm, I'm a bit of a language geek um but that's fucking dope to me it's just so well written and then it just all rhymes and flows up and again a piece it just sounds like he's fucking sporadic on it but then when it really hit the five on five status because that's what it got from me i 
see how brilliant it is. Fuck Bonnie's opinion. No yeah, offense. No. I love you and wow. all. Okay. I do. First of Your all, opinion's wonderful. Wow. Um, I'm sorry. Second um, of all, if you don't like my opinion, you're not going to like me on this album. That's okay. It's going to be very <laughs> painful for me. But when he gets to the end and he's like, the enigma, no one can fuck with me, but I'm not signed because he's not signed. He's still that fucking good. Mm-hmm. You want a battle? It's better to look in the mirror, see Candyman five times. Candyman. Candyman. I'm like, no! And he did it five times and the track just fucking ends like Candyman's gonna fuck you up now because you, you know, but it's better than dealing with LP because his bad as fucking um, opponent just bailed out and, and did the can. I'm like, that's so smart. That's fucking dramatic. And then they just fucking do their little outro or they just do their little shoutouts and that's all fine. But this song was like, oh my goodness this is beautiful this is ridiculous this is so awesome how the hell you don't like it fine i get it that's okay that's okay i know i like i even looked you know i saw i read about it and everything and like you know it seemed like it was pretty well received for from like you know big reviewers i mean so i know we I'm haven't the one that's weird talked a lot about the production because it barely do but it's so well made. I guess the timeless speech was it, but like it just flows perfectly. Their mixing is so good. Anyway, you can tell that they're into the eight steps to perfection. And it's just that that boom, boom, kind of like bass line over that cool kind of drum kick that they have going on over there. That doo-doo-doo kind of sound that they have fucking going on. Yep. The way they blend this together to create this cool experience. <laughs> and the beat like evolves. At one point it has like a whoop, whoop, whoop kind of sound that yep. like flows through. <laughs> and I think that's what's truly impressive is just how non-static it is. Like I could see how this doesn't work for pop music because it lacks the mundane repetitiveness that works. Like I've learned a lot in the last couple of years, uh, a lot since we started doing this journey yep. about i guess all the science that goes into pop music and how like sanitized it really becomes like it's not that hard to write a pop hit anymore it's probably just hard to like look hot enough to pull it off at this point really but if it's like if you study the industry you'll see that it's so formulaic like there used to be that joke in dubstep that at like 50 seconds or whatever the drop would kick in in like every fucking song or the chorus has to kick in by this point and it's like i showed somebody something yeah. i'd worked on like I, I don't give a shit personally i have a song i wrote about my grandma and the chorus doesn't kick in until almost two minutes into the song and that was apparently a cardinal sin of pop music because it's <laughs> so fucking annoying so on that regard the complexity and the depth and the beat which to me makes it replayable endlessly like this song i could just listen to it the way it's so well structured the beats gorgeous and whatnot and so uh, even there i just had to give the credit to lp because i think a huge part of what makes an album like this work is the production because let's be real you can wrap your fucking ass off on everything and you got the cleverest bars in the world and be like the sickest illest rhymers mm-hmm. but if that beat doesn't have that intoxicating hook factor that's going to make you want to listen to it 23 24 years later then i don't know that's like the production really matters is something i've come to see like having that depth that like pull you in this to it that little bit of complexity where you almost notice something on your 10th listen you know that you didn't catch the other nine times just because there's so much going on across a sound like this and i did listen to this album at least uh, probably a good 10 times at this point yeah no lies um anyway bonnie what do you think about it? <laughs> five, five is crap. Okay. What do you think about it? 
Um, personally, I was not a, the biggest fan of this beat and the overall sound. <laughs> and I suppose it's um, like it's like it's supposed to be like alien sounds I or whatever, which kind of like ties Star into Trek like the cover. And fucking laser fights. See, I'm just not there. I'm not. I'm Robots. not a sci-fi type of a person. Um, not that, the, not that you have to be to listen to this to listen to this album, but it's just. It's a little too out there for me. Um, and, you know, I know this is another one basically about, uh, you know, being the best and bringing their best and like destroying other rappers and, you know, being so great and everything like that. Um, you know, the rapping was fine, but I also didn't really fine? like. Stellar. I wasn't like feeling this one, so it didn't really. <laughs> it's like, were you listening to the bars and pondering how well put together they are for. No, Look at it like stand up comedy. When you listen to stand up comedy, right? And you listen to the guy making the joke, half of it's just the dope wordplay. Making a double entendre sound good, and that's what makes a punchline work. Mm -hmm. This is not that different. I just feel like the music stands out more than the rapping does on this album i mean like for, which is great because i mean that's lp like you know he's doing like yeah, a stellar job like, like he's kind of like the, showing off the the literal puns the the rhymes the bars that are dropped here like rugged like rwanda don't wander far get chopped up so if you come into their neighborhood it's that fucked up type shit mm. but just the imagery of saying you get fucked up chopped up directly referencing the machetes of rwanda showing a level of conscious social yeah. awareness commenting well, i mean that's on like the start of like the apartheid no, well not the apartheid the, <coughs> the war between the the hutus and the tootsies but like for all the bars that are like yo you come through here and we'll fuck you up that to me this is like a, a cleverness level that's like george carlin compared to other guys that want to be george carlin yeah and i think that like the nuance of the language quick to rush to spot like baby urine because that's what baby urine does. It rushes out and creates spots. Get mopped up. Because you mop up fucking baby urine. But get mopped up like you fucking unloaded the gun on yes, the street. Yes, right. I mean, and when you, that's what you have to do with this shit. <laughs> that's why this shit's amazing. Because I'm like, yo. And it's bar for bar. Tag that spray. Tag that spray your haul. Which is, again, following up with the gun bar. Okay. With rap aerosol. So I'm using my lyrics to represent this gun and fucking you up, tying it all back. So on four bars, he used more creativity than most rappers I've ever encountered, <laughs> in my little opinion. Because again, I haven't encountered that many guys that creative. There are, I have, for sure. But that is like, shit. What did he just say? Because like... <laughs> I know there's a lot of rappers who can do that shit, but like I feel like maybe like that's part of it too. I feel like when like rappers just have like, which I know probably make like makes me like the odd man out, which is fine. Um, but like when they just put too much into it, it's just like 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 you have to like really like sit down and study it, and it just becomes like too like, much. Like, I just want to be able to get it, and that's it. Which <laughs> I can appreciate because full disclosure. But I still want to be able to like pick up different things every time. Like that, here, but doing this show is because i made her do it in the first place and it's been wonderful and she <laughs> loves a lot of music since then yes but like fundamentally speaking i would have to say the opposite is true for me i don't know that the simple messages are sticky think about those vapid like stories I'm not saying, like vapid messages no, but, but i think like i need something to be a little bit more like like everything is a double entendre everything is like means something else and so it's just like there's too much like just shoved into like this but then 
but this is also like a codex, right? Like you need to, as as I've read more and I started to understand the nuances, because like every time we review Wu Tang, it's the same shit. Um, the idea is like you have to start to like I don't know maybe how to do it per se, but you have to start to look at the writing of it at like a flow level, because the fact is Rwanda chopped up, mopped up. You know, all of that rhymes on top of it all. Rugged like a wander, don't wander far, get chopped up. Quick to rush the spot, like baby, you're gonna get mopped up. So just the emphasis punches too. Like that's the brilliance. It's like, first of all, he's referencing so much different shit, but line by line moving forward to narrative. Like yeah. it's just amazing poetry. Forget about anything else. This is the kind of poetry that you come back to 23 years later and it's still dope. And that to me is way better, way more interesting than like, like, don't get me wrong. I, I want to throw on some to the sweat drops from my balls here. <laughs> and, that, and I mean that. That little John shit, dope, man. Shake it like a salt shaker. Like that shit has a time and a place. Yeah. But I don't, I don't know if that inspires me. This is like, how can I take notes on how to improve my writing game? Like, if you, if like as a student of language, it's like how could you not be blown away wow this is like i'm going in deep on this. <laughs> but like fuck man bit. it's just that good like following rap aerosol organized graffiti lectures in can control or level with the devil racing uptown first to fort apache i've done i'm much too much for any demon style to master me and just he, the way he follows through with the organized graffiti lectures kind of moving on and tangentially but relating to rap aerosol and i i don't know a thousand percent what it is but i feel like he, he's spraying communicating with it mm -hmm. and then kind of referencing his like adventures and how he's so fucking powerful and unique and distinct that nothing can tame him that's just brilliant fucking writing i like to me and i, I can't help i just i hear it and i'm like and then as you go through pretty much every bar on this song, it's going to be another reference. I don't always get all the references, but I love the way he flows through. And again, it's braggadocious, like searching my styles like job corpse coming home on work release shoplifting at the rap store but sabotaging me ain't easy i'm crooked like nathan wynn starring as cochise with a big baseball bat you get robbed like de niro a sandwich still ain't nothing but a hero and i'm like ooh, that's pretty fucking cool and i love the way that he kind of shows in everybody can talk a bunch of shit but at the end of the day to him a hero is just a fucking sandwich or whatever you can go talk whatever just the I way think that, that hero is like a I think it's a foot long yeah. big old sandwich but at the end of the day it's instead of saying a hero is nothing but a sandwich he just flips the juxtaposition to make it rhyme with the neuro and everything and then drops it in that way and then follows it with just a small sample of the abstract when the rhyme get crazy hot and the lyrics don't know how to act because it's fucked up and it makes you think and it like knocks you out i find it stimulating like reading a crazy good book in like a lyrical way because you can go back to this song over and fucking over again <laughs> and then it's just lines like um whether shooting joints or wax i'll go out and attack crabs and herbs that's crazy whack which kind of sounds like um i don't really get what he's trying to say like it feels like no matter what he's doing he's gonna go all out but we can't all be pimps and we all can't rap you gotta get your dollars on because it's on like that and i really appreciate that point where he's like yo 
Everybody has their lane. Everybody's got to do their things. And people need to all stop pretending like everybody can just go do everything. There's a finite number of pimps, finite number of rappers, etc. I like what he's like. I'm Burgundy 4 runner and human like Blade Runner. While I'm rhyming all summer, just listen to the drummer. So he's basically an Android robot machine capable of going indefinitely forever. Then LP comes back in through and check it out. Flate Quadrant on 50 Lons Misty. Call me Maximilian because I'm not crazy robot teetering on the edge of outer space. Honestly, I have no fucking idea what that means. But it sounds dope and it rhymes and it's all proper. <laughs> Spitting buckshots to black holes around me. And I like that because he's keeping on the space theme while fucking lyrically firing shots. You found me. As far as I'm concerned, I got your ashes in an urn. Big up the temperamental, holds none barred kid. What's your confunction? Tracks is type dusty. Drinking water at the well of life and I'm gonna piss it back rusty. And it's the way he like lays down this imagery to it. And if you want to bottle him, you're already fucking dead. And to a point where he's, I don't know. I don't really have more to comment. It's just fucking dumb to listen to. It just puts this image in. It makes you think flesh and phonics. Like, I'm going to fuck you up with my words to a point where, like, it. I guess. Yeah. Phonics. Words. Yeah, that's what phonics sound. Mm. Uh, you're goddamn right. I'm on it like I heard a pacemaker's hooked up to clappers. And so he's going to fucking take you out like if you get shocked at a pacemaker, which I believe will kill you. Yeah. And it's just that level of creativity, that level of everything. I mean, I can't get enough of it. It's too freaking good. Then there's the the, the the lines that probably didn't age as well. You're faggot like sprockets. You motherfuck the Houston Rockets. I don't know why he's against them, but cool. I respect it. I'm so sick of recycled metaphors, but I fuck Laura Ingalls only when she's done with her chores. I have no idea who that is. Uh, Laura Ingalls, uh, Little House on the Prairie. Mm. Done her chores. So I guess what he's saying is he's sick of all your boring bullshit. Here's some shocking real shit. Got manners like Bruce Banner when he's stressed. That's the Hulk motherfuckers. Uh, so he's ready to come through. Or got Rappos tiptoeing on a highway to heaven. That's amazing, just the way he's, like, laying in that rock song. And, and being over there and just also showing that these rappers is actually kind of soft and shit. And they're actually kind of innocent. Yep. And after they seeing me, they can't handle it. I'm sick of your corny beats and your crowd-involved hooks. So, again, pointing at just the idea of that anthemic chorus that everyone's going to sing along to. And it's so fucking easy. And, you know, the sellout shit. Because I'm a uh, I'm a thinker, evil anus letting off stinkers, and so he's a deep thinker, and his butt produces the farts. <laughs> I mean, I just I like how it ends. And then there's that eight steps to perfection. The sum of each part forms an octagon. Let rhyme styles get sparked. Right, I I fucked it up, but that's some booty shit about like the eight steps to perfection. I don't fully understand it. I looked it up for about six seconds. Um, and it just shows the more philosophical like almost like a desire to grow and be better like almost like they live their life and uh in a higher way not like drug wise but like try to elevate their consciousness and they're young dudes already spitting this shit trying to be like more distinct so whatnot it's fucking cool and then big just is the third verse which it's the same type of shit and it's fucking dope um rather than just go through all the bars we can just trust that i think they're pretty fucking substantial <laughs> i don't really have any here that like pop out at me like they're the absolutely next level next level of shit and bonnie again will kill me if i uh if i don't move on at some point i won't actually kill him the music video is all right but i just don't remember it uh but it was 
It was one of those 90s rap videos, which is fine. <laughs> Many have commented that they love the gritty style of the 90s rap music video. That's okay. To each, to all the enjoying and all that good shit. Yeah, I mean, this is just our opinion. So, I mean, it could it could not be your opinion. That's, that's true. That's cool. But I gave this another five on five. It's just so good. It sucks me in. It's just great rhyming. The beat's fucking fantastic. All the things that make a song amazing like it's a classically like perfect song like there's nothing wrong with this okay what did you give it <laughs> i feel like i don't even want to say my grade anymore it's okay uh i gave it a 3.8 on five. Oh, you're the worst it just felt long i mean like the beat was okay because you know like he wanted to like nod your head to it but like i don't know i it wasn't for me zero steps to perfection buddy. i know i know our attitudes our opinions here will they collide will collude to intrude oh collude and intrude yeah this time lp is joined by a friend named jay treads who i forgot to look up but he's a guy um, <laughs> that is on this track mm. i like how it just starts and again the beat has let's start with the beat again because it's fucking wonderful it has like this doo doo like you just kind of vibe into it you're ready like you're in the zone like i feel like i really enjoyed the elliptical to this album <laughs> because it helped you focus like it's got okay. it's got the kind maybe of maybe i should have been working out to this song i don't know the instrumentals you can just kind of vibe to while the lyrics just keep punching in such a hard-hitting kind of way that as you watch your in my case rounds per minute drop you're like screw that el producto that's lp mm -hmm. um he's rapping hard bars i gotta fucking go faster and i kind of yeah. like that um but the beat just it just was nice it just kind of hit but i feel like it lacked a little bit of the a little little bit of the complexity and oomph of the first two we heard but that might just be okay. my preference and my interest in it just a little it was still a fantastic track um then we have this little ghost guy at the beginning or mr len aka space ghost or, or i guess that's who it's being invited either way please commence intro oh the space ghost is doing the intro so i like that sci-fi theme kind of weird feel i think it's big just i might be wrong company flow perform j trans prepare lp prepare you have approximately five minutes fuck the bullshit time warner will fall record labels will fall the earth will crumble begin and it's almost like this track is in this world and it's like you can picture the sci-fi stadium on the spaceship and all the alien peoples all around and like the stake of the record labels and the corporate kind of nuances like some cyberpunk shits going on like mm -hmm. cyberpunk 27 is gonna drop it's gonna be fucking dope and like all of that's happening and then you have you know j trans and lp just kind of fucking in the arena ready to drop with their mics to go and then basically this little announcer's coming in and then you can see warner and the evil labels over there as like giant <laughs> monsters ready to fight and as they drop crazy bars it's kind of like in Yu-Gi-Oh when they had the shit on their arm <laughs> and it created a bunch of holograms in the middle sure. and fought the monsters and that's what this song is these dudes taking on using bars like literally the fate of music on earth requires on it and they're gonna take out earth Whew, it was so good and i haven't even started talking about this song yet <laughs> what do you well you know what i mean what do you think bonnie um i mean it's not bad um the beat wasn't necessarily my favorite but i mean it's all right um it's certainly grimy um and like kind of has like that like 
catchy sort of doo-doo, doo-doo. Yeah, it's catchy. Do do like that kind of. So it's not bad. Um, and like the rapping is good. Um, you know, they're the best and like they prove it. Um, you know, and other rappers basically are like looking to them for inspiration, which is kind of cool. And I think that that's kind of, you know, from like I said, what I read about all like the other people that reviewed it, like the big shots and whatever. Um, that most people thought that this was like you know a, an influential album and you know something that moved hip hop forward and so you know I get all of that. I'll just say that. Uh, <laughs> and uh, and then like as like you know the song goes on, uh, like an alarm starts going off, which is sort of like you know alien spacey, you know, which is kind of like on par with the theme of like the whole. Um, you know, album, and um, so I mean, that's all right. It's interesting. You know, it's a little bit different from what you would normally hear. Um, Jay uh, Treads, I liked. He kind of sounded uh, to me a little bit like Jay Z. Um, I hope he doesn't take that as a, a good or a bad thing or whatever. Um, but like, I mean, honestly, like I listened to this song like several times, and I like didn't really take anything away from it. Like. <laughs> It's the same thing. It's the whole album. There's like four songs maybe that are like more thematic and then the rest of it is just insane bars. Yeah, so like that's what I mean. Like it's cool, but like it's not really like like I like a story better. Uh than just like here I am. Blah, 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 which it's is not cool. Just like here I, I am. It's <laughs> complexly dope fucking. I know, writing. I know all of that, but I just enjoy more less just like line 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 like i'm not like one of those bars for days kind of guys you know but um uh, anyways it, it's fine it, i gave it a four on five um it's not necessarily to my taste but uh it, it's not bad there we no go no wonder i'm a type to crush contenders with pure chewing satisfaction that's funny right because mm -hmm. you know it implies that he's going to enjoy eating as in destroying marking another mc yep pervade your ultra harmic harmon harmonic with the back of your whole mediocre faction so you have your harmonies and your whatever, whatever. He's going to fucking rip that smooth shit. Sonic boom head zoom contact off Antoxion. Elbow with a vacuum pure uh, kill deaf MCs with closed captions on. You're just like. Ooh. So he's relating to the fact that he's going to run through, destroy you so powerfully that you're going to be death. And he'll have to use fucking, you know, subtitled fucking lyrics to destroy you but he'll go to that length and his power is so great to me it's just creative it's interesting it's fun to listen to um flow the plague instigate lyrics then backfile another mc who thought caused he and i like the way he did that rhyme right backfile another mc who thought cause because he was dipped and the, then he keeps it going but he words it in a way where it just fits the rhyme scheme but also somehow fits the gra grammar so who thought because he was dipped in powder blue that he could rock pastel and then that's interesting right because he goes past L as in this guy thought he could fuck around and his past mm. up a little bit going past L yeah as in yeah, yeah that's cool so it's like you have to like really listen and overstand the dope double entendres that are going on I like when he goes, I uh, got your hip hop essence uh, out the cross colors catalog with analog technology. So it's almost like you fucking basic. Ask R. L. Ron Hubbard to break down my Scientology. Oui. So L. Ron Hubbard wrote the Scientology book. Yep. And he's saying my shit's so complex and secret and coded that you can't really just understand it. Case in point, your lady friend. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Ta da! Fucking up to the chest of Bust Insidious because 
bust is also a chest. So when he's fucking up to the chest, he busts because he's titty fucking or whatever. But it's also clever because the bust is insidious, can also work as a reference to the chest. And so that level of bars and writing, like it's just infectiously dope. I can't okay, help okay. it. it. That's why it's not just regular because, I mean, yes, a lot of guys, bars like this have gone over our heads in the past. Don't watch our 2017 reviews and expect this <laughs> shit. Um, but at the same time, it's hard for me to deny how like amazing this is. Like MCs are helpless, like Godzuki, faggot, like RuPaul, true to the new sensation. Fuck this whole wanna be gangster fascination, and it's just saying everyone's fucking kind of lame, you know. The illusion is broke, or cock albums misstoke, and got the LP rookie card stuck in the bicycle spoke. And I love that brag where it's just like everyone's so fucking whatever, and they're so like impressed with what i do that if there was rookie cards for rappers like that which i hope there are and if not somebody should do that somebody should just get like real fucking baseball card rap anyway probably no one would care it would just turn out to be a bunch of microtransactions in an application right now like little trophies and images of cards (laughs) um but that's a cool line because people will put like their favorite rapper or their favorite baseball player or whatever in the bicycle spokes to their bike as a way to floss and whatnot. So it's it's just cool to like call to all these different things. Um, anyway, it's just fucking dope. I could again go through pretty much <laughs> most of the lines and I'm going to still keep going through lines because it's fucking nice but what you do uh, they can't ha- this is j treads uh, they can't handle the whole weight sign diagnosis bulimic believe it. So they can't handle the whole weight as in the intensity of what he's doing, which causes them to be bulimic because they can't handle their weight. Like, it's fucking good writing. <laughs> My best line to advance for Pop Warner. And that's the thing is you couldn't say that on a pop label because especially nowadays, imagine... Yeah. Oh my gosh, the people with eating disorders. I'm like, true, but that's still a fucking fire bar. Um, you got concerned scouting report can't scramble to clutch but when i get down as third and inches threatening to score how you gonna tackle the topic when you suck at a two-hand touch we're too damn much for your defense break you down zone weakens all that is football for fuck you i'm fucking better than you yep. and he made it all work and he made it all rhyme and shit i like when he goes to this well-known kit cat uh, kick fat flow and beat sucker straight up and down tic-tac-toe game over again it's just just everything connects man it's fucking cool when i blow your mind which he's doing and then i aimed over explosive cuts because again blow your mind is explosive Mm -hmm. and it's the cuts that he's dropping that are fucking explosive ah anyway verbal flamethrower serving roasted nuts all right as after battle snacks because he fucking roasted your nuts right yep you wish you wore your cup in a panty in your panties seal you all you pussies in this rap game time to up to andy it's just too good man what i like it is when the featured person on the, the album is actually just as as dope like when they bring in somebody and it's like holy shit i don't know who j treads is but i feel like i'm missing out because these yep, bars is yep. holding up and then you get the announcer guy congratulations you made it halfway they're failing they're fucking retreating and they're fucking battling through and it's the halfway part of the song and there's a whole other verse two verses it's just as amazing well from lp over here in verse three while i connect wreck genuinely cutting through these red ropes song gripped a love spigot fucking spigot's a great word <laughs> do you when was the last time you heard a rapper say spigot uh i can't think uh, thank you yep. dopeness yeah that's the ticket 
This platoon pop 99 Luft balloons. That's a cool line. 99 six kriegs minutes. I shouldn't sing it. They can probably clip us on that. Uh, the copyright motherfuckers. We got a strike. It has me paranoid. <laughs> While the one hit blunder rushes exhaust like city buses. And one could argue that 99 Luft balloons is a one hit wonder in America. Making yeah. it dope. Well, it is. <sighs> it's too freaking great. Um, overall, this track, I mean, I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, for the sake of time and whatnot, move it along a bit. If y'all, and I say this every time and nobody ever asks for it, but if anyone really wants us to go through this, like, bar for bar breakdown, I'm happy to, like, set something up where we do the research for it. But I don't want to do, like, the fucking crazy yeah. effort to literally do it like that, only to have nobody watch it. So, it's amazing. In my opinion, like, you could pick bars at random, like rarely bench warming, throwing down all too often while others barely touch rim, and that's where they're butt licking. That's amazing. Like so, a rim job and like a whole bunch of things in there, and just anyway. Oh, the line before is we be the ones who shine, prepare for butt kicking, rarely bench warming, throwing down so they're rarely on the bench. Meanwhile, others barely touch the rim, which is also a butt like rim drops. Uh, but yep, thing yeah. like you say that while well, they're butt licking, it's just amazingly well connected and well done. And of course, there's a ton of great shit like that, but they destroyed Time Warner here, and I like the fact that they take on like the major labels just like that. It's fucking cool. It's fucking great to listen to. It's a 4.5 because, like I said, the beat is a little less good. And you can tell I'm enthused because of how long it's taking to get through each song. <coughs> anyway. <coughs> what did you give this one? Um, I gave it a 4 on 5. Well, at least that's better than a 3.5 in my opinion. <laughs> All right. Well, the next song is how I feel Bonnie feels about these lyrics. Blind. Exactly. This is another one where I like the beat as much as I like the beat to uh, collude intro. But we got Big Just back, which is very fun uh, in my little opinion. And it just the way this one starts off before Bonnie shits on this track. <laughs> <coughs> It's really nice to me, like, yo, 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 it's a shame that these MCs fuck with us. And then they're, like, going back and forth here. Yo, what they call you, kid? Yo, they call me Big Just. Yo, it's a shame when these MCs fuck with me. What's your name, son? They call me LP. I'm like, that's fucking fun, right? Because they, they fucked with us, fuck with me to match their rhyme schemes. They just kind of bounce off. Like, you just fuel them on stage, playing off of each other and everything. Like, the chemistry, like, to quote the great Your Lady Friend Bonnie, you can tell these guys are good friends and good pals. <laughs> good buddies. And then he does his little rhyme, like, I must be entirely too fucking nice. L, the Don Digital, pass off to the right. And just the way he, like, paused it there was real nice. Like, it was real, like, fucking put down with a, a level of proficiency that I don't think a lot of people realize is important. Like, just the, like, LP understands the deep math of that shit. Like, where some people see quarters and then some people see eights and a guy like Tech 9 might be looking at 16s. LP's taking that shit to 64ths, like microchasms of seconds of pausings and shit. I liked it a lot. And then Big Just does a verse. Anyway, now, okay, Bonnie, you can <laughs> go ahead and... All right, I'm, I'm going to come and shit all over it now. You don't have to shit on it. You could just say it's amazing. Uh, yeah, yeah, right, yeah. Um, so they, <laughs> so yeah, like you said, the MCs are just fucking with them. 
and they're just trying to make you know make some money because times are hard they gotta do what they gotta do and um i don't know like this one doesn't just really just didn't stand out for me um the rhymes are tight and the music's all right but it just doesn't like leave me with anything again um you know again this is definitely not one that i would go back to um you know but they have to rap or they'll die is basically um sort of like the like the main story i guess of this one um i don't know i gave it a 3.8 again on five it's not necessarily stories you gotta look at this all it's more like these tracks are like they're battling hip-hop yeah so like there's the songs that are stories or is the songs where they're trying to be the best like no one ever was to catch great rhymes is their real tasks and to deliver them on beat is their cause as they travel across the land i don't care if you don't like the pokemon song that's what's going on right now okay um no it's just freaking great man one of my favorite lines on this one is when lp is like uh, big just does a little bit on the first part it's fucking dope his rhymes just coming proper everything's cool um kings of many men ancient wisdom sizzles in i like that because it's like you can tell there's a studiousness to the history of the people and where he gets through got a whole crew of girls bent you raped bell bottom tim uh benji i don't really know what that means the concluding a broadcast here to the next millennium off you people's execution style i'm like it's so weird but it's so fun to listen to again not everything connected with me because i didn't think a lot about it but that flows into um lp saying the prime directive is to mostly play a part of utter psychosis and what's interesting about the prime directive at least from a star trek perspective <laughs> is that that's our perspective here no, but like for real, the Prime Directive is, it, it's also apparently from Robocop, but I didn't see Robocop. But from Star Trek, you have like the idea of you can't interfere with lesser life forms. You can't like talk to people who aren't as evolved as you because you could fuck up their development and shit. So in a sense, what he's saying is these other rappers is so mentally undeveloped in their game that lp shouldn't even be congregating with them you know so <laughs> not prone to play stationary man hopeless gene pool tumors get rocked without discretion which is all fine but then it leads up to this bar that just is one of those ones that just stuck out to me fashion mcs drop now they part of my fall collection so get it fashion mcs mm -hmm. which is the studio rappers those types of dudes they drop they put out their music or whatever and then they kind of, or they get popped and now they're part of my fall collection like the seasons because there's this fall collection yep. and they're gonna fall in his collection of mm -hmm. people he marked mm -hmm. it's so good i mean i don't know how you're not seeing the brilliance <laughs> of this shit i don't i'm just like i see it i'm just i don't know it just doesn't do anything for me but i mean like i know that like it, this is like popular and people like it and then i like his like <laughs> he follows that up immediately with like a almost a commentary on people like dementia earth burners while earth sinks further into servitude and it's kind of pointing that is an interesting point because we can argue that earth has fallen more into servitude and less out of it in the last while like if the middle class is dying and more and more people are working to fucking live and all this other shit it's like it's actually happening hollow yeah. ufos is coming in and bill collectors get clicked on subtle murderous murderverse from a corporate form a corporation in beef we br briefly bankrupt but you suck litigation and i feel like this is maybe commenting on how they're kind of more evil in a more financial kind of way even though 
I don't know. I, I kind of lost my train of thought there. Sorry about it. <laughs> Either way, Big Just comes back in. The Mixed Bastard, wherever I lay my stat, I ought to booby trap it. Super duty, tough word. Singing some stylish cage graphics. And I just, again, I like the way it sounds. I like the way the words get put together. It always rhymes perfectly. And it always just kind of flows through and, and showing them being creative and referencing like singing some stylish cage graphics like i picture just kind of as computers get more involved and stuff like his shit is dropping out and is almost futuristic and technological by comparison to the current people it laughs when some mars attacks when i bust up because i think mars attacks was supposed to be funny i remember i started watching it and my parents felt that it was inappropriate and we weren't allowed to keep watching it <laughs> all right um and then that hook kicks in where you i this don't i don't i know what they said about the crowd singing shit but i can see myself being in the crowd with all the other people you can just picture how smoky this fucking audience is <laughs> this is absolutely a crowd where everybody's lighting up and then you're just like i want to be paid mc and then there's some kid who's gonna start trying to form a mosh pit in the middle and it's gonna be annoying because i'm in my 30s <laughs> banshee trying to eat just living and it's just like that passion of like yo we're rapping because we need this and i fucking yeah. respect it it's an amazing cook it is so fucking good but it's also cool because they prove they can drop a fucking killer hook in the middle of this shit and then back to the rhyming and then i must be entirely too fucking fresh just the killer phone crusher pass off to the left that's big just introducing it and then the way that lp just keeps it kind of flowing like it just seamless and i cut most meticulous descriptive clip from the hit you know shit on site as ridiculous and i like that too because he's kind of <clears throat> showing how like the people as they're talking their shit is pretty ridiculous as if you took a shit on site um, yep. like it's just everything like that's fucking cool um i don't know i want to comment on this i feel like you guys get the point as to why i'm fucking enthused with this and i'll try to limit it to the most insanely cool bars that pop out in my face because again otherwise this will turn into like three hours of me reading lyrics at you <laughs> but it's just truly incredible to me um, but I do like when it's going to be like bombing the whole system up, beautifying the scenery, bless the turns I step off these New Balance 580s on no order, full coherently, Clinton speak Egyptian, get cocked, not back in the jumble, ease of fiction. And I, I kind of like how it gets a little more political there. And, and he just kind of like goes there with the idea of clinton speaking egyptian which makes me kind of picture like he's connected to a bigger systematic way of you know draining resources or something mm -hmm. but also kind of you know referencing his fucking shoes he's got nice shoes <laughs> in the middle of that anyway beautifying the scenery with his nice shoes somebody i know here got some new shoes and feels that they beautify the scenery oh yeah another great line and some sick kicks that is absolutely brilliant before i move on is subtle anarchy climate is unadaptable Vulcan logic brought upon his destruction. Attack him in the fulcrum and society can't function. It's just amazing that the focus on Vulcan logic ends up being here. Considering I've been ending on my episodes with the live long and prosper. Mm. Um, this line made me really happy, but it's also showing how they're using more innate, like how to be a human skills to fucking win battles. It's fucking dope. Anyway, this was another fantastically fun song to listen to i gave it a 4.5 all right well how about some silence just the more 
upbeat, like do 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 kind of bass line. Mm-hmm. The, this this beat just is engaging. It's really fucking like I feel like it's a bit of a, a step up from the last one we had. Not to say that we've been getting bad beats because we're talking like they've been they've been good. Like when I say bad, I'm when I like when I'm comparing it like within the album, not like to everything in history. So if the first two are fives. Well, that's, it might only go down from there because we were talking about perfectly true, true, fucking true. awesome. And then we're talking about styles. But like In your a, opinion. A quality perspective, I would argue that this album is extremely consistent in terms of the production. Like there is not a miss. Every beat is dope. Every beat also has that kind of timeless like like it's not relying on the same funk samples that would have placed it in this era yeah or it it just kind of feels like that goofy sci-fi shit that bonnie would never want to listen to yeah (laughs) that's what it sounds like but it also has like that underground feel where like it just seems like anybody with a good adherence to music could have produced something that sounds like this i don't mean anybody but i'm talking about like excellent top tiered Anyway, all I'm trying to say is, like, LP's fucking brilliant. Like, he's got this, like, way of, of, of combining things together that I think is just, it doesn't put it in a box, which keeps it from becoming something that gets aged. It's just going to be that weird, I want to go listen to Company Flow's Fun Crusher Plus because it, it like, I can't think of something else that's ever going to just, I can think of stuff that, like, is, like, from a content perspective or whatever, but just the whole package, it's just so fucking grimy and dope in the way it is anyway what do you think about this track um so it kind of starts off with like this uh, monster kind of a kind of voice um i thought that was kind of interesting um i like the beat on this one um better than the last few so i i like that um i think you know the production is very good i think you know they do a good job um i feel like there's not a lot of rhymes but the rhymes that they're R, uh, R, 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 I don't know, one. Um, they're good. Um, and, uh, you know, again, like they're the best and they are going to destroy everybody. And that's pretty much all I have to say about this one. <laughs> First of all, there's like a preface. So there's like an introduction that has like this ethereal, again, like you can just picture them it's very running through the space galaxies of life. And this time they, like the Star Trek ship is like landed over here mm. and they meet like a powerful godlike figure. And he's like, I once was told of a mutant who could twist space around him. And now it seems I've met him. Or maybe it's a wise old man in a bar and he's heard of the legend of and company flow is this mutant. And then they come in and they just drop the rhyme styles, which is just like so surreal and out there. And then as we know that because spoiler alert, the end of the song also has like that mutant voice being like i've now met this mutant type person yeah and it's awesome just like that little touch of it kind of silos this track in and something different but also serves in that these guys are like imaginative dudes that are just kind of like bringing i think like from a from a a storytelling point of view it's something that could have led to a deltron 3030 like look at deltron Okay. And honestly tell me that it isn't copying the theme of this album and telling the story in a different way. So it's more I of, suppose, yeah. It's more of a story-driven album. Yeah. But, and I love Deltron. Maybe that's, 30, yeah, because I really like Deltron. And I, you know, maybe that's why. But I would say big, if I'm comparing the two albums, this shit is empirically like MC's fucking it up. 
Yeah. Whereas Deltron painted a movie. Like, I think that's probably why I like him versus this one. So, like, but at the same time, you, it almost sounds like Del the Funky Homo Sapien heard this project. Yeah. And I'm not trying yeah. to insinuate that because well, I also know... And I know don't think it's a bad thing if you that, do because I think he, you know... I just want to state that I know Hieroglyphics has been around for oh. even longer. Yeah. And they were also into this type of shit. But maybe, like, I mean, maybe if we take, like, a, you know, like, a inside, like, deep dive into, you know, 1996 underground hip-hop um you know maybe there were just like you know maybe like a, a kind of an abundance at one point of you know sort of alien spacey type because like but when I mean, was like you know just, mf doom and like when were like all these like people like maybe I mean, they all they all were kind have of careers that were intertwined around yeah. that era so it must have been something that was like maybe popular or whatever but i'm just kind of saying that the way these guys are doing it yeah they have sounds that could come off in a more sci-fi way but i also just look at it like they create this more pensive groove like i think it's more just the fact is you picture a bunch of people who like sci-fi listening to this and they're not necessarily helping their their case with the i was once told of a mutant who could twist me <laughs> i get it but i think that that's almost like fluff to the point because there's just fucking dope like the introduction's fine they manifest in different ways we rhyme like this is the last fucking days and i, I appreciate that because that is something that you hear i mean you look at it like why is it so dense i'm like i'm going that's true man they basically packed so much into this album that if they went out today they basically created something we're listening to for 23 years and that's fucking cooler to me than a story where it's almost like a movie after a few listens you're like that was a good story and yeah there might be tracks you want to go bump but like i can't say that i've really gone back to the full movie since i did the album review just tracks here and there maybe i should maybe i'd like it more but something like this draws me in um i don't know i kind of like it from again this great bars like just style infinite so pass me to rock which is a cool line because you know it's the mic and whatnot got the same burner as the kid down the block okay so now he's got a gun got bought it from an off-duty cop getting over if he'll stick you with a felony yo he'll stick you with a felony just to fill a quota and then it's got a lot more real here so all of a sudden we're in a completely more serious subject matter that we haven't really gotten just kind of commentating on the fact that like the bluntness of how cops are selling weapons into the hood which is now like fucking documented and it's crazy how they would like leave crates of guns and drugs and sell shit to the hood just yeah. to like ultimately clip it so they'll sell you the gun but then if they need to hit their ticket quota or whatever they'll put you in jail just to get another arrest and that's crazy because you're in this like street vibes and he's like i've got more styles than pagers by motorola and that's a crazy line because one associates pagers with that way of life per se but also it's a cool line because motorola did have a lot of pager styles and shit i even had a motorola pager once um I Classic. we had it for like a year and then the cell phones came out and it was like what the fuck needs a pager there's cell phones <laughs> but it's a cool line and I, I like how it kind of it kind of like uh, connects it all legendary 70 are claiming fuzz that inflated it when blade and ad hit it and kane was way back and killing it who's the wildest b-boy with the pace that is ill encased in a glass dome i'll blow mics like filaments and again the language is fantastic so I don't know who Blade and ADR. I think it's Big Daddy Keen that he's talking about. But, you know, just kind of 
laying down that glass dome blow mics like filaments which is a reference to like i i don't remember what a filament is isn't that the shit in a light bulb anyway it all made sense when i was started i know i know that word either way it's the same kind of dope shit we've been getting the whole way through and overall i really like it um top ranked televisor of boxing is a sport i keep my gun cocked for all you hard rocks and grab my crotch for one time when they roll through my block big just from the cf and we rule non-stop and just powerful just like a fucking battle statement like ready to go and i really respect it and there's the hook and he just kind of shouts out his name and then he does the second verse and i I kind of like the fact that it's like a big just solo song almost because there's a couple that are going to be LP solo songs and this one's more of a big just. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the second verse, the same kind of shit. I feel like big just is a little more of the science fiction-y kind of out there one and LP is a little more blunt and uh, his references are, are maybe more historical and pop cultural. I might be wrong. I'm just kind of, my, my, my thought popped in here. Um, I like when he says crypto uh, cryogenic body soaked in mystery, known for making MCs change belief from Tai Chi to ESP. When I drop skills sick like by my G, these heads hate me for having shit that bump like teddies. Um, I just like the way it sounds. I like the kind of futuristic shit like crypto cryogenic body, like just robotic extra skills, all this extra shit. And then having people go from Tai Chi, which is, I guess, a more passive thing to ESP, which is like he's in your mind and he's fucking taking shit. I don't know. Overall, it's just fucking good. Um, I like this track a lot. I don't have a lot more to comment on it at this point without, again, just doing the lyrics thing. But it just has this funkiness to it. Big Just just fucking kills it. And it's a 4.75 on 5. All right. Yeah, I gave it a 4.1 on uh, 5. I, I That's like it. the best mark. Yeah, I like this one. <laughs> All right. The truth is, though, everybody knows Big Just, LP, Company Flow, Funk Crusher Plus. We're talking legends. Legends. So this is an LP solo track just yep. a long verse yep because he's a legend <clears throat> i think it's fair to say he's an active rapper around today who doesn't respect the dude crazy career i mean maybe people don't like him has lp beefed with people i didn't even look into that probably but like currently other people but are like he's, fuck lp but like i feel like because i i feel like i know him um you at least him. in like di- this day and age i don't i don't feel like i know him in one album in 1996 um, but I feel like I know him like nowadays. <clears throat> um, I much more prefer um, LP as an adult man um, and maybe less as a like 24 year old kid. Um, so like, maybe that's just like what it is too. Maybe like our vibes are a little bit different. But anyways. I don't get it. It's the same shit to me. Like honestly, it's he's maybe a little slower in his pacing now. But I feel like he's more. Like he's more, he's more defined. He's more grown up. Like his attitude, like he's got more confidence. Like he just feels Calm, more like, put together. I feel like he does a little bit less of that spastic, try to fill a lyric with as many syllables type shit. But I don't know if I agree. Like he's I more feel, direct. He's more like. This is pretty direct. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying. Like I feel like. I mean, I haven't listened to a lot. I mean, in his newer shit, I listen to Run the Jewels 2 and 3 in full, a couple verses here and there. But to me, it's the same level of grimy, fuck you kind of shit. 
that you know the attitude is is the same to me and that's actually something that i really admire is like so you got a little intro you know a whole lot of junk turning hard on the radio the legends go on back my style's bizarre course through my blood of course for the cruise that was and the cruise who would be and it kind of feels like yo we remember when hip-hop was legit and real we remember that essence of what we want to kind of bring back to it this one goes out to the real shit and i respect that because it feels like there's a there's like a paying homage to the history and the culture and as much as there's a disdain for pop music and you know what everybody today has their like i have my like indie rapper checklist joke where i consistently point out how it seems like if you want to be an underground indie dude that spits fast or whatever you have to diss mumble rappers and crap today (laughs) and it sounds stupid because they make it sound stupid when lp and big just on this project essentially do the same thing but they make it from a point of view where it's like yo the culture is one thing these guys aren't legitimate because it is check out my dope skills etc but it's not like your style's whack it's more like yo the pollution of our culture and for these lazy rhymes and shit like they do it in such a way where i feel like i'm impressed with it like when lp just drops vainglorious which is a great word it just means excessively proud of oneself or one's achievements overly vain denomination of commonly monstrous caution blow to unit sensation fucking with your theology like darwinism in the bible belt and i like that he's like i'm fucking powerful i love myself mm-hmm. just and then he brings up religious bars in a sense that he's so powerful in the way that he brings his lyricism to the table that he is theologically like he, he is compared to the theological impact of spitting evolution at christians but with better lines when i feel demagogish bogus spit kill abolish you haven't heard the foggiest fucking fact about l dash hubbard uncorrupted and again bringing back to that scientology point of view mm-hmm. where his message is so fucking powerful he's so fucking there with it but you think you understand it but you really don't and i kind of really dig that shit and i could see how back in 96 this kind of would have been a lot harder to dissect and break down without the easy access of googling what every fucking bar could mean um overall it's there's always some kid that like sits down and writes sound like every like not on the new albums i'm still waiting for half a k reno album to fucking show up so i can review the damn thing but i refuse to transcribe <laughs> that shit so if y'all are k reno fans feel free to transcribe a couple tracks but i i just it's too much time with these reviews yeah um i just enjoy the way the way lp hits this like i'm not trying to get flighty 800 homosexual mcs receive five mics a bizarro world where cold flow is the new pop sensation with heavy hot 97 rotation call them as they smell them the jugs that shook phlegm um i'm sorry i said that i don't even know what that is um but you look at this line and he's kind of pointing out that like rappers he feels is freaking whack is getting handed five mic awards from the source and he's looking at it like yo this is crazy but then in his imagine like a bizarro world which i think is a reference to an older thing comic mad or something bizarro yeah and so it's a fucked up juxtaposed reality where the unheard of can happen and only in that world is company flow an actual pop sensation with heavy flow because it's such a preposterous idea that this substance filled music could really be considered pop music and you just look at it even like strange music and whatnot and what comes out of there like 
you're not getting rhyming like this. You're getting some shit that sounds good, that's palatable, that's maybe easy to listen to. But if you think about like crazy foreign foods that are new, right? Mm-hmm. Let's say you've been eating like steak and potatoes your whole fucking life. Yeah. And then somebody shoves some crap that you fancy. We're talking like the whole world says this is the greatest food on earth and you try to eat it it's gonna be disgusting to you because it doesn't have potatoes and fucking hamburger in your face you know True. so i can imagine like sushi being like so weird for i mean a lot of people but i guess what i'm trying to say is the way people act towards music like this which you could say has a lot of complex spices it mm-hmm. requires a bit of a palate to interpret it like you can't I don't think you can just ignorantly throw this album on and like it. I mean, some people probably can. I'm not saying it's (laughs) impossible. But for the most people, like for me, it was such a journey to get to a point where I'm sitting here loving this album to the level I'm loving it at. Where if I had put this on three years ago, I probably would have sounded more like you. No offense. I mean, maybe not to that level because it's still fucking fire. But I don't think I would have caught like 80% of the bars to really appreciate it. Like uh, called what I thought. uh, Sorry, called what I thought. I thought not the candle. Spill another seed. Snip vasectomy. Ow. How hard can that erection be now? They hear me before the case go to trial. And I feel like I spit it real as I see it. I fucking spill my seed. Snip vasectomy. Ow. And I feel like that's him just clip in other people's abilities to get up and do their thing i don't know it's just really fucking it's just just a really powerful verse like if monkeys on the cock were delicious non-stop aggravated hemorrhoids burn like thc deficient weed crops and i thought about that and i'm like technically cbd weed is selling at a pretty fucking high price in quebec so that's a thc deficient weed crop and i'm like i don't think anybody was thinking about cbd (laughs) back then the whole point is it's fucking useless and they burn like those crops that have no stickiness to them which would have slowed down the weed because i believe high thc is gonna have a stickier danker slowerness to it so the dried out weak ass weed crops burn quicker fucking great lines (coughs) because hemorrhoids burn I suppose, yeah. I don't know that I ever had a hemorrhoid. Yeah, I don't think I, I have I have yet. seen a lot of Preparation One H day. commercials. Independent as fuck devo- dissolve senses. You don't apply to my beautiful arrangements. I can range from cock killer to rapist to presidential assassin if I chose simply for the sake of derangement, but I don't. And I love that because he's saying like, yo, when you're independent, you can basically do what you want. I could list out all these different perversions or crazy things I could rap about or I could proceed to do. And I have that luxury and that choice. I don't do it, but I could. And I just like the fact that there's something to like the integrity of who I am. Um, And like, you know, spitting to a degree of quality that he thinks is fucking ridiculous and dope. Or when he goes, um, justify my simple MO with some love and utmost closed circuit, forced to tickle Elmo till he pissed in his little britches. I fucking love that line because it's like his MO is this grimy, hard-hitting shit down to the point where fucking Elmo had to piss because he got tickled so fucking hard. <laughs> anyway. It's cute. Overall, super fucking great song. Oh, I bought the Napalm program to gas context. Consumption people, they expect it. Caffeine machine, MSG, fluorocarbons, monoxide perspective sets you free. And so it's interesting because he points out a lot of the chemicals that literally get people to eat more. Like we're addicted to MSG and the saltiness and the caffeine machines and all this other bullshit. But perspective literally can set you free from the societal constraints of chemical dependency. That's true. Boom. 
It's a voice. L did set a trend, in my opinion. Anyway, this song's fucking great. Um, the beat's all right. I don't really remember what it sounds like, so it wasn't one of the more substantial ones. I mean, I, I know it when I hear it, but I can't describe it. So it's a 4.5 on 5 dish track for me. All right, here's my 30 seconds. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know. I, I feel like what I, I would love to like sit down with these guys and you know when they're writing their songs, um, you know probably LP, you know especially, um, and just like how they come up with all this like random stuff and like the random thoughts that like get mixed in, and I feel like everything just gets like brainstormed and then just like brain dump everything and then just like put things together with that like i feel like it's just so like out there and like some of like their references and things like that so, which is cool because it's often different from what you would normally expect i feel like they just freestyle all the time yeah like, it's like whatever like pops six, into their eight head. hours a day to a point where they're just more or less off the dome like it feels to me like i mean maybe they wrote them but well, I wouldn't sure. be shocked if they just both walked into the booth and freestyled this entire album. Yeah, I guess, yeah, we, I'm sure we can find that out. Um, but anyways. I, somebody who actually somebody watches knows. it to this point is going to comment and be like, well, actually, if you'd watch this interview, <laughs> we're waiting for you guys. The well actually parts <laughs> just for myself, but I really appreciate you and would love to know what interview to go watch. Yeah. Um, anyway. Uh, um, I don't know. It, there's, it, it's just like there's lots of random references and like, different topics and things like that um the beat was okay um you know it just sounded a little bit more like echoey and like it just sounded undergroundy um which is fine um and that's that's pretty much that's all i have to say really like i don't know um i gave it a four on five all right next up on our journey is a truly great skit thing produced by lp mm -hmm. on the fun crusher plus album by company flow it's and called the song is Help Wanted. Exactly. I don't know if it would surprise y'all to learn this, but I enjoy dystopian sci-fi futuristic stuff. Personally. I, I don't think that that's a surprise to anybody. Um, I like it a lot. So <clears throat> basically, this samples a lot of vocals from Alejandro Jodorowsky's critically acclaimed film, The Holy Mountain. I did not see this. <laughs> Somebody on Genius wrote that. It might not even be true. I don't know why they'd lie about that. This seems like one of those things Genius is useful for. And I basically said the same thing. I said, uh, the song starts off with what sounds like a clip from like a 1950s movie or something. So it's an old movie. And uh, what I love about it is it's strung together in a way where it's a serious commentary on kind of how america and other western nations actually treat their populations and shit one could argue that perhaps releasing a bunch of crack and guns into the hood was part of a bigger plans encouraging things like abortions and i'm not trying to argue for or against it encouraging things like abortions in certain communities combined with crack combined with guns, combined with bad education, combined with some other things, may actually serve to eliminate 4 million citizens in the next five years. I know it sounds an insane thing, but I mean, if you kill the kids and prevent people from breeding, and you proceed to give them the means to kill each other slash themselves, 
then perhaps you can take a neighborhood and completely fuck up its population. Yep. And there's a lot of wealthy ass, usually honky mall fuckers out there who truly believe that killing off the poor. When did we come up with the name honky? Honk honk. I haven't looked it up, but I love it. <laughs> but a lot of honky ass motherfuckers out there, especially of the wealthier variety, probably would be really okay with pushing a button and killing poor people and dealing and killing off all these problems that they have. Ironically, if you want to save our country's economy, we need our population to grow in 2020 because uh, the blitzscaling mentality of software companies and other such as a service models require a consistent growth for our economy to go. So if we kill off our population, it's really bad for our current economies to a point where China is crushing it in the software tech sector because they can just get a billion fucking people's worth of data a lot faster than we can. And that's actually really powerful powerful for like the future of AI and deep learning and shit. So ironically, it would be good if we had a bigger population. In fact, all over, they have a lot of immigration in North America because the middle class motherfuckers ain't fucking and having the babies. And there's a lot of them just having their 1.4 kids. So it requires immigration. And those certain people who don't seem to want to have kids are they complaining about immigrants? Anyway, there's just so much stuff that I think about. Anyway, so this whole little thing kind of strings together. Like, check it. We can gas a bunch of people. We can kill a lot of people. Let's just <laughs> kill 4 million people. Then the chief of police kind of comes in and, and does it in like a 1984 acceptance. Like, you're going to love it. It's the most beautiful day of your life. Yep. And then some guy is kind of describing this idea of how we can get people to accept a shelter instead of a home condos is that not actually what it is we have convinced a bunch of people to give the value of an apartment that you buy the same value as a home all he needs is a shelter he doesn't need a home he just needs a little closet that he can call himself his own a little two and a half over there it's got property and equity value and it does actually they can flip and be good but the point is is they've convinced people that the value is the same that somehow it having is. an apartment and this happened this isn't even fake then you have a bunch of places like google and good companies to work at that will feed you give you gyms showers and everything <laughs> to convince you to stay there as long as possible so yeah you do 14 hour days and it also includes your gym and they gave you three meals and this and it's literally what this song's talking about it's happening man as they build fucking yeah, yeah. software conglomerate uh campuses is what they call them you don't think there's not residencies and yeah, shit yeah, like yeah. that all there Ow. It's crazy. This came out in 96. It's fucking awesome. <laughs> and then the best part is, is we'll get them. They don't need to give them place and in their shelters. They don't have to feed themselves, whatever. They'll, we'll condition them, eat at the factory. It'll all be good. And then there's some robot voice is like i'm cell i work for the government they tell me what they want the outcomes of their wars to be and i make the toys required for the kids to grow into the plebs they need and i'm like oh shit that could also be argued that through the media such as vapid pop music such as time warner and their effects such as telling a bunch of people to do drugs party be gangsters and thugs such as polluting a comp things is essentially yeah all tied together into that same shit but 
It tells us what type kind of toys to produce to condition children from birth. And one could argue that there's a lot of sensationalism bred through an American education system that's whitewashed and basically conditions people at a subconscious level until you learn better to honestly be a little racist. Yeah. Anyway, yep. all sorts of cool shit in this one little fucking skit. Yep. And then workers need it in a miniature plastic bomb shop. Workers, and then it's saying they're literally creating these types of things, teach the kids how to be like this, and then get everyone's whatever. Whew. All I'm trying to say is it's beautiful, it's well done, it feels like, uh, it feels like, and I can see why you think of MF Doom because it feels like an MF Doom skit, yeah, but like it's just incredible. It's a five on five, it's one of the best little satire skits I heard, yeah. I mean, it, it's very interesting. Um, you know, I don't, I feel like I'm probably gonna say pretty much the same sort of things, but um, I like the it starts off with like, I'm a financial advisor to the president to save the country's economy, you must eliminate four million citizens in the next five years, and like that makes me think that they're talking about the drugs and the guns that are being yeah. allowed into the cities, just like you said. Um, you know, to kill the people that they want gone. And, you know, the they in this case is the white government. Um, and again, the poor areas that hold a lot of um, black people and immigrants, like the people that were like, oh, we, we don't care if they're here or not. Um, and just like wanting to like gas everybody. And, you know, it, it's sort of weird, but like at the same time, it's, um, you know, it's hard hitting. Um, and, you know, even though it's just, like, clips from, like, old movies or, like, whatever, like, sci-fi that they found. Um, and, yeah, like, the same thing. The, my name is Sal. Um, my, pattern, my, my planet is Saturn. My customers are children. We manufacture war toys. We have an electronic computer programmed with the politics of the government. The government is our client. We think the computer data on coming wars and revolution it's it tells us what kind of toys to produce to condition children from birth so it's you know exactly that is an example of what's being discussed it's um the government is conditioning people from birth like from you know babies basically um you know through different ways of sort of like brainwashing manipulation whatever you want to call it through like you know music through tv through um books through whatever you know because you know kids are reading a lot of books from you know their parents generation so a lot of them are the older generations do have still some of that like racism built in and it just seems so normal for everybody and so it's just like thinking about little things like that like you know like I, I don't know like I grew up reading Dick and Jane because it's what my mom learned how to read on and I'm sure her grandma learned how to read on or whatever it came out it's probably like the 50s so probably just my mom but um yeah it's like that sort of thing like I don't know if there's racism in that but like that's what I learned how to read on and I know that that's like old school whatever but uh anyways it's interesting and it's kind of le leaves you with like a few things to think about so I give this one a four on five fair enough all right, so the next one we go back into tracks, follows yeah. it up. And, and it's related to this one. Talking about population control. That's right. This song has a noteworthy addition. Mr. Ari the Rugged Man shows up mm -hmm. and kind of ad libs and stuff at the end as he's just like, yo, yo, it is that MC shit. This shit everybody <laughs> talking about. Uh huh, uh huh, uh huh, Rugged Man. Ha, huh, look my balls. <laughs> I'm not lying. Classy. Um, 
I was hoping for like a verse from Rugged Man or something when I saw he was featured. I don't think, I don't know. Did you guys like how Rugged Man came in? I don't know. I felt like he kind of like, it was nice. Like it kind of filled in and like was like an ad libby kind of role as they did their like, you know, population control as they fucking did their outro and, and repeated that shit. But I don't know. I wasn't like a thousand percent sold on R.A. the Wrecking Man's contributions here, but that's just maybe it'll grow on me. But I listened to it a lot, and I felt like every time I'm like, oh, there he is again. (laughs) 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 Um, But I like the beginning of this one where we have LP like rushing through it with this like fucking freestyle, almost acapella thing. You and your whole fucking crew can groove and tap it. So when I Pearl Harbor, don't let me catch you and trap it. So he's coming through, he's going to fucking destroy you, like kamikaze strike, that shit mm-hmm. is what I took from that. I'm telling you the wishbone been broken, my favorite crumb cake, your mistake, enterprise C, and C, indelible, the number one feel-bad crew of the season. Just give me one reason to splash. You know, I just fucking just like the way he's coming through, like he's ready, he's fucking powerful, he's ready to go. Um, plus this agent get orange, ELP, FC, C, whatever, his spells out, El Producto, Fun Crusher, Company, Flow, whatever, mm-hmm. rock for you. And I like the fact that he compares himself to something deadly like Age and Orange. And then like the beat just drops, kicks in, and he's like, starts rapping. He goes from like that spastic, like I just got to get it out feeling into just, you know, I'm a smooth rapper. First cousin to sleep, red dye number five, be the potion. And I'm like, I don't really know what that is, but apparently it's banned and it's um, used to be used in food. I don't, I don't know what red dye number five is. Do you remember when it got banned? Um, I don't know when it got banned, but I, I don't. I mean, it's in a lot of things. I know I all guess about it, it. I guess it was bad and it would kill you. So he would be like bad. He's bad like the red dye. Anyway, in the subterranean water form from Gem of Fate, like stop motion. And I thought that's cool that he kind of compares his abilities to like just referencing stuff like stop motion is relatively i guess coming into more prominence now in terms of people's knowledge and whatnot maybe I'm oh wrong. the red diet can cause adhd and hyperactivity mm. that's weird best to get aca nucleus our masks are an intangible autumn versus manimal we answer to no one we nine one one silent alarm just to harm fear to duck of learning and honestly it's the same kind of thing we've been getting throughout this track maybe maybe i'm feeling it it's a little bit burned out but i like the fact that it just is consistent like that um the terror fabulously gets hot co-flow mossy walt disney meets kaiser sozi to obino grand comeback so must lazarus or coder inflicted bitch styles indicate with stigmata when locked in a box you can't say jack and it just feels like they're powerful entities coming through and then again going up against the opposition of people that are just kind of you know stunned by their prowess and they seem to be kind of caught up almost like the religious figures godlike figures and so they get paralyzed and they can't handle to move on and i just really enjoy the way they put it together um then you got like are the rugged man talking over shit as they do the chorus but like until but for now you can't get run at night curfews is issued in the daylight so it's almost feeling like that ties it back into the last track where it's like as this war is going down you have lp who's like a vicious warrior in this situation but meanwhile the nighttime's coming through the curfews is coming into effect and everything's just a little bit fucked up almost like they're laying the curfew down to control the population of shit MCs, which I liked. 
And then Big Just does a great verse, you know? The Daylight Goblin, even in Nights We Rip Shit Up, the two franchise players that make your whole squad look butt. And I like the way he just said, look, butt, like, like ass or whatever, but it just fucking rhymed and it worked. Who brought the March Madness competition till October? Got you thinking the shit became a, a little bit harder. These people as fucking soldiers, indelible mercenaries. That's why balling gets me on a nutsack. And I like that because it's like, we came in so hard, you know, we extended March Madness that long, like we kept it running. And then balling gets me on the nutsack. I just like that line because balling is fucking, so yeah. it puts the pussy on the nutsack. I don't know. I don't have a lot more to really comment on this one. In general, it was just a great track. Same kind of stuff we've been getting yep. in like a really good kind of way. Maybe less standout memorable lines for me at this moment but it also might be that we've been talking about this for almost two hours now and my brain is not as focused as it should be at this point true 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 i'm gonna give this a 4.5 on 5 because it's pretty freaking fantastic and don't get me wrong even if i spend as much time here it's still as quality as pretty much anything else like we're we're almost at the halfway point and the lowest thing i've given out is a grade is a 4.5 so far because this shit is so classic in quality timeless in nature even with the somewhat dated references here and there yeah um i mean i think this one sounded kind of cool i thought um like the way it was like laid out was nice um i liked uh one of lp's lines i don't try to be different i am i think that's that's oh, kind of cool it's one very of my like, favorite lines Mm, like you know it's cool and he clearly is he he is different he definitely and he stands out um that follows that up by pointing out so inevitably my style will survive when your now turns to then yeah and if you think about how many people have turned into thens yep. and how few have survived the lp's rocking it with yep. killer mike right now yeah he's still crushing it so i mean good for him man um so there's like this like water uh sounds that are like featured and i kind of enjoyed that i like that uh, sort of you know nature nature feeling <laughs> um and i like that this one had more of like a i guess i would say like a traditional style um like rap song feeling to it i think it was um honestly the feature of um the rugged man that like gave it that feeling like it just kind of had like that extra something that sounded a little bit more like a traditional not mainstream but like a traditional like rap song i felt i don't know there's something about it so uh, i like this one it was another um you know good one uh so another four on five for me all right let's talk about a song that was totally not for me so i get it fuck me loon tns okay notably this one appears to be produced by big just and not lp and um, like I said at the very beginning, Big Jess did graffiti stuff and whatnot. And I admire the shit out of this song for what it is. Because it's really like a cool track and the beat is real nice. But man, it's like, if you don't know what the fuck he's talking about and you don't bother to really Google it, it is just fucking names. Yep. <laughs> so yo, where the fuck up? This is for, and he comes in, and he's so fucking intense with this shit, you know. He's just fucking super serious, and he's like, the elevated train line of the J line and the A, where I first encountered the likes of Baby One Six Eight, Stan is the Wiz, K Fifty Six, TKA, Kingpin Throb. Some way back then, it what was it? Who I saw ripping I I write up on the inside road E. And I'm like, you're like, what? So J line and A are the trains. And if you think back to the 80s and whatnot, you would have seen a lot of graffiti on the trains. 
Mm-hmm. So the dudes would go through, ride it through, lay down their tags and stuff. Fun fact, I've read other books that have talked about the success of how they fought this and they clean the trains every day. And apparently if you clean the trains every day, people won't graffiti it because there's no fucking point. Sure. That's actually how they dealt with graffiti on the trains. Anyway, yep. so because all the arresting people didn't do shit. There was there were like these kids, um, I don't know, whoever, like there was some kid who was like tagging. It was when I used to like go through like the metro every single morning, and they used to tag it every single morning, and then every single morning it would be like yellow taped over it, and it would already be repainted like again, and then like, you would just see like it would just be the same thing every single day. He was just tagging the same thing, and they would repaint like the orange whatever seat that they he kept like tagging. So I don't know. I guess somebody won eventually. Um, you know which <laughs> one also stopped? We have a subway station called Atwater. And if you cross out the first A yeah, and the end of it, it says twat. And you used to always have one of them that would say twat. Um, That's anyway, harmless fun, though. The whole fucking track is basically this, you know? And he's the whole point is uh, I was a young kid watching these writers' styles that bugged. And then he lists more Fab Five Freddy, Doc, Mono, Stitch, Slug. And the whole point is he's laying out the history of the seminal graffiti artist and different people who inspired him and it's basically a giant shout out track when you listen to it um it rhymes all perfect and everything's the same in terms of his skill set in fact i think he's more passionate about this track than any other song i fucking heard him on like i think i feel like big just gives it his all on this one in a way for all his boys but it's just so passionate he's so into it and then you're listening to it and then you get to the end and he's like straight up for people who don't understand obviously this wasn't made for you so fuck you big just loon tns and we out i'm like fair fuck me indeed i this was not (laughs) meant for me and i respect that though so i respect and admire this song cool i think it's really well produced easy to listen to Except for when you start listening to it and it's just like an, it's like a phone book of graffiti artists. So it's so cool to me. But yeah, it wasn't for me. Four on five. And I mean, like, it's it's great yeah. for what it is. But it was so hard for me to get through it, like the eighth, the ninth. When I'd be on the elliptical, it would. I think it's 32-ish minutes in. And I know that because that's when then this song would come on. And I'm like, oh, it's this, this one. This shit again. I don't mean it like that. <laughs> I just mean it's a good... They're like, okay, it's graffiti artist time. <laughs> it's This one was a little harder on the elliptical than some of the other ones. Yeah. Anyway, four on five. What'd so, you give it? Um, so, yeah, so, I mean, I definitely, I don't have too much to say about this. Um, yeah. Um, I, I definitely had a hard time with this because I was already, like, having, like, a little, a few annoyances with the album, um, listening to it, you know, up until this point. Um, like, it just... The whole thing just wasn't working for me necessarily not my like cup of tea um and like this one i had ab- i have absolutely nothing to say about it it's just like music and rapping and nothing and it's just like all blended in my brain and um it doesn't say anything but it just says a bunch of people's names so yeah i gave it a 3.5 on five i mean it's it's uh, but I, if it means something to you then great but, but like, like it's just it needs to be recognized i just how, feel like how, like much of a historical artifact it really is yes Yes, I'll agree. Yeah, it's just maybe not the most palatable song. And, and if you and like listening to it now, as you know, you know, if we're looking at it as a classic or not, no, this is not a classic. Like because it doesn't because would, it doesn't mean anything actually, to me. But, but like, 
it definitely means seen... something in terms of like graffiti artists, I guess. So that would make I don't it, know. But I would argue that this absolutely makes it a classic of sorts because at the same time, yeah. how many songs are like this? It's so memorable. You're also not going to forget that you heard this song, whereas many other songs are going to just blend away. This song is sticky because it's just a bunch of names like that i don't know i but would like, say none of the names necessarily stood out to me so i don't know if i like i would i would actually have to sit down and look up each artist and like figure out what they did and like and i think that that's it, that's what makes it a classic yes i think that's, that's because cool it's part. like education in a box <coughs> and it's well delivered and it's so cool that he managed to pull off a complete two verses like that yeah anyway that's cool what'd you give it 3.5 I accept. <laughs> so this is going to be where we cut it for the halfway point. Cut I mean, out. I don't know what the final, I'm going to predict it's somewhere like hour 40 at this point after editing. I might be wrong. I, I, I don't know until I edit. <laughs> but we're going to go through the second half of the album in part two, and that will let us go through all the songs with renewed energy and vigor. Um, we look. I look forward to it. This album's fire. I don't care what Bonnie thinks. Um, <laughs> I don't think it's the worst album on earth, but it's, it's just not... <laughs> So thank y'all for watching, though, because honestly, without you guys watching, I guess it's just us talking to a camera, which I'd still do because I'm vain, vain, glorious like that. But um, <laughs> at the same time, uh, it's a lot more fun to read your comments. And like, what's just crazy is just in the, is like we'll get comments from stuff like 18 months ago a year ago whatever it's not even necessarily recent so you in the future i look forward to reading your comment person if this future is like you. 2023 and you're watching this that's like hella fresh anyway <laughs> feel free to tell us what you think about any of it um also like the video if you did and subscribe to the channel if you want to sure. see part two and more reviews that would be super cool of you dislike the video if you think we're a couple of shitheads uh special thanks to the patrons ismail Gadamsey, chris prado jonathan barnes tj black hurricane linda williams coney sparks and scribble i like saying scribble uh they helped us get a new camera helped us get on spotify is helping us grow and it's beautiful it's wonderful i shouldn't burp in the middle of this part anyway <laughs> thank y'all y'all super cool if you want to be like them, you can. And then you can tell us what albums to review. Like the next classic quest is a couple of classic quests. Maybe the next three are going to be album review requests just because we're a little behind. A little behind. Happens with the holidays is all I'm saying. Mm. So yeah, thank y'all for being a part of this though. It trips me on every single time when I think about it. Like I wake up in the morning and like our sub count might be shit in terms of the bigger picture of conversations, but there's still almost two legions worth of people if you think about Roman legions. That's amazing. You guys are wonderful. Maybe there's even more legions when you're watching this in 2023. Um, I make music myself. You can check that out. Mm -hmm. It's totally not quite like LPs and Big Justice lyricisms, but maybe you dig what I do. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe it's trash. Let me know what you think in the comments. That's what we do here. Anyway, live long and prosper, everybody. <laughs> Bye, guys.